I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Omar Jordan, founder and chief executive officer of Coviance. Coviance is a CUSO, a credit union service organization. Now, exactly what that is, most people outside of the United States will not know. So we'll begin there, if we may, Omar. What's a CUSO? Well, Robin, thank you for having me. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, most people inside the United States don't know what a CUSO is. Um, and, and, and a CUSO is, uh, as you mentioned, uh, acronym for Credit Union Service Organization. In order for a company to qualify as a CUSO, the NCUA, the National Credit Union Administration, that's a governmental uh, body, had issued rules around that. And for you to qualify or have that designation, in today's uh, definition, you must have an investment from a credit union and have over 50% of your customers and or revenue come from credit unions. And for those who do not know what a credit unions are, it's a, a credit union, I, I suspect most of your audience does, but uh, similar to a bank, however, the credit union isn't necessarily owned by a, a private party. It's owned by a membership, a cooperative, uh, a group of people. Uh, it's what they, they we would are. call in the UK a building society. There you go. And, and if they establish a uh, you know, financial institution around that, uh, then, then that qualifies as a credit union. All right. So you're a CUSO, Coviance. And you're looking to transform the home equity lending process. How are you going about doing that? And I'm not certain how it is in, in, on, in your side of the world. But if you live in America, you can walk into a credit union or a bank, any community bank, and apply for a $10,000 personal loan, just a personal loan, nothing attached to it. It's unsecured loan. You can walk out of there. If your credit qualifies and you make the income that they require, you walk out of there within 30 minutes. However, if you go and ask for a $10,000 home equity loan and put your house as collateral, then it takes 30 to 45 days on average. It's mind boggling. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you my asset as collateral, but it takes that long. And so that's what we're trying to disrupt. Can I just ask you to explain why? Why does it take 30 plus days? What are they doing? <laughs> the good news is that the market and, and investors and Fannie Mae and Freddie Macs are considering making changes, but the process hasn't changed since the 70s. You have to, you have to ask the borrower for pay stub and W-2 and copy of homeowner's insurance. And I, I can even tell you where to get a copy of my pay stub if you ask me. So let alone you go to the pro property data, which you have to validate the value of the property the title uh, on the property, who owns it, the chain of title, flood certifications, and then the valuation versus the loan to value. All of that takes so much time. And so in the days back in, before we started to rely on automation and technology, uh, we used to send appraisers to the property. And, and they still do to this day. If you're doing a purchase transaction, for example, versus a refinance or a home equity loan, an appraisal in most cases is required. Well, our argument is that you don't have to do an appraisal because there is so much more data out there right now on transactions that an appraisal is not required. And so we rely on data and what we call, for example, an automated valuation model. And we contract with vendors to be on our platform to give our users access to those technology solutions and data elements that allow the process to move. So, for example, if you order an appraisal, 
that's a three to four week process. But if you order an automated valuation model, well, that's a 30 second valuation on the property you're, you're trying to get. And we look at the whole spectrum of the lending process, which hasn't been visited in the last 30 plus years. And we cross-examine that with what the governmental entities are requiring, like the CFPB, NCUA, or the FDIC. And, and then you'll start to learn that these governmental entities that are or, or, or the governing bodies are really very flexible on what the credit union or the community bank is utilizing as far as technology with some rules and regulation around it. But that's not an excuse for us to take that long. And so we coach our customers on, we're very consultative on, hey, here's what the guideline says. Here's what best practice is. And you're way out here doing appraisals and sending title reports and title insurance when the industry doesn't really require it. So it becomes internal. It's, it's, a, it's a credit union policy that's been adopted since the 70s. And our biggest objective or objection as we make sales calls is status quo, Robin, is we've always done it that way. And therefore, we don't know any other way. Well, the first thing I want to say is that any process that takes 30 to 45 days is going to be an expensive process. Not only expensive from in terms of human capital and, and, and staffing, but it's expensive in terms of borrower churn. So as a borrower, we're seeing fintechs coming into this market. They're actually capitalizing on the concept that credit unions will always remain status quo and community banks will always remain status quo. So they're coming with a better mousetrap. And now what happens when I apply for a home equity loan, say through uh, SoFi or discover.com, which is a credit card provider. Well, now that company has my data and the credit union that I bank with is potentially going to lose me as a potential member because they're going to continue to offer me more modern product, more modern way of doing business. And I think that's Part of what drives us at Coviance, because we are the customer of our customers and we want the user experience that fintechs are providing their customers. Well, the fintechs aren't wrong, are they? I mean, let's be honest, America as a country is where financial services are actually not staying ahead of the game. If you look at what's happening in Europe and the UK and what's happening in Asia and in APAC and Southeast Asia in particular, America is a place where they still think checkbooks are cool. Yes, 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 yes. You got to get on the, get on the horse, go to the bank, write a check. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, we still, and when we mail it, that's still happening. You're not wrong. We are behind. Even, even in our policies on lending, we're, we're, we're behind. I, I've met someone from Canada one day. I don't know if this is factual or not, but she told me that you know, in Canada, you make an offer on Friday at a house. By next Friday, you're moved in. Well, that doesn't happen in, in the USA. It does not happen unless you're paying cash and, and 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 they don't have anywhere to go and there's no title involved, no appraisal, nothing. And, you know, it's, it's a, it, it rarely happens. Well, let's talk a, a, a little bit about what you've been able to achieve in the last few years. Coviance established in 2015. What's the business done over the last eight years? How have you been able to make a dent in the problem you've identified? Well, if you look at pictures of me in 2015, I had hair. So there was some, <laughs> evidence, there was some evidence that I was uh, I had some level of hair. It has been a fun journey. I started the company in 2015 
that's when I actually registered registered it. it. It was a hobby on the side of my desk as I had other businesses uh, to, that, that I was building and running at the same time. In 2017, I looked at the state of the business and I thought, okay, we have 25 clients, about $400,000 in revenue. I'm going to conferences. My clients and customers and, and potential customers are, are are loving what we're what we have and and night and day technology between where we're at today and where we were at you know in 2015. But that's when I realized okay it's time to consider raising capital. And I've never done it before, but I would watch Shark Tank, right? And I'd say, okay, this is how they do it. And, and I, I learned how to do that. I made a, a lot of calls, as a matter of fact. I remember talking to angel investor, venture capital firms, until one of them uh, listened to me finally and, 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 and told a story. So we were able to inject about $1.3 million in capital as a Series A, which uh, we took and closed around in March 2018. Two of that investors were credit unions, which made us a CUSO. And then in 2018, our revenue went from $400,000 to $1.1 million, to then in 2019, $2.6 million. And our staff continues to grow. So in about, we had 30 people a year and a half ago, and today we're up to 75 and we're continuing to hire. Uh, what's, what's interesting about our space is that our even though our technology can be leveraged for any type of real estate loan, right, as long as it's borrower and consumer driven, our customers leverage it for home equity loan more so than maybe refinance and purchase, especially now when interest rates are are higher uh, than they were and its highest peak. Well, most borrowers in the USA aren't necessarily refinancing their current first mortgage, but they still have credit card debt. They still want to go on vacation. They still have kids to send to college. So they leverage the equity in their home via home equity loan and our volume we're seeing tremendous amount of volumes go. And in fact, last year we closed nearly $8 billion in home equity loan transactions or our customers close on our platform. One thing I want to ask you about the company is what you're doing outside of what most people would term as your business, the furrow you're plowing. You have an incubator program for college graduates. This is something I think perhaps that's unusual. You know, we have an unusual team of leadership and our CTO, Martina Schubert, please look her up. Uh, she's on LinkedIn. She's incredible and passionate about, number one, women in technology. So we've got a pretty unique mix of uh, uh, male, female uh, in, in, at our company, where I think at some point it was 50 percent in, in terms of the development on the developer side and the technology uh, side of the business product and, and technology. So 50% male, female, I don't know what the what the stats are today, but Martina was very, very excited about taking kids straight out of college and integrating them with pros, um, senior developers, senior engineers to learn best practices, uh, worst practices, and start to develop within and give them that experience. And we pay them in the process. It's not necessarily an internship. They're actually employees of the company. I'll tell you, it's a challenge. It's a lot of work, right? Because you're, you're coaching, you're hand-holding. You have to have some level of human capital dedication to that process. But uh, I love what Martina's done for us as a CTO. She's so passionate about these things. And my plan is to empower the team um, because if they're not excited about coming to work and coming to um, disrupt you know, every day, which is hard, then the business doesn't move forward every day. And, and so empowering your people is uh, great. Well, speaking about the business moving forward, what are you going to do moving forward? 
you've obviously grown in terms of the number of transactions that are going through your platform. What's it going to look like in a couple of years' time? What are your ambitions for the business? Every company goes through stages um, of growth, and, and I feel like we're going through this unique stage of growth where we start to consider potential M&A opportunities where we acquire companies uh, to, to, to join us. And we're constantly looking for, do we buy, build, or, or rent? Because we want to look at the entire lending process and not just for home equity and start to journey with the borrower from pre-application to post-application. And so when somebody's on Pinterest looking for bathroom remodels, well, we want to be in front of that uh, borrower via the credit union or community banks, uh, white labeled, you know, marketing content to, to drive them towards that. Our, our, our objective is to help our customers maximize their TAM, their total addressable market. And so if, if, if we can continue to build technology solutions and enhance their processes to maximize that potential, then, then that's where we're headed. Thank you very much, Omar Jordan, founder and chief executive officer of Coviance.